there has to be more to work than just a paycheck. My name is Clément Frisoni, and I am passionate about how companies manage their human capital. This is Cambodia Workwise. Each episode, I will bring you insights from the Cambodian world of work with CEOs, HR managers, human capital deciders, and people who think there is more to work than just a 9 to 5 traditional work. In this show, we will talk about HR, recruitment, and the broader Cambodian world of work. This is Cambodia Workwise. Who can talk about Gen Z better than Gen Z itself? My guest today is Volik. She is a young graduate from RUPP who just joined the workforce a few years ago. I asked Volik how she felt entering the job market. What are her strategies to get into the workforce? Voliak will impress you with her maturity and the way she approaches Gen Z in the office. So I hope you will get from this conversation a lot of insights and that you will be interested and able to understand more about the way Gen Z think when working in the corporate world. For being here. Of course, my pleasure. So I wanted to have you here um, to discuss a bit about Gen Z uh, because you are uh, the elected representative of Gen Z. Have, <laughs> yep, I uh, am Gen Z indeed. I have granted you this title just now. <laughs> um, so maybe just for our listeners, could you introduce yourself and tell us a bit more about uh, who you are, where you come from, um, what you've studied and what you do now? Um, so my full name is Desiree Volet. Um I'm Gen Z, I'm in my early 20s and um, I hold a bachelor degree in international relations from the uh, Royal University of Phnom Penh. Um, and I've, be- I've graduated in 2021, so I've been working for about two years. How did you get to this point? Why did you choose this path of studies? Did you choose it yourself? Um, did you, you know, did your parents force you? Uh, did your teachers encourage you? What was the, the what led you to that decision? You know. Yep. So um, back in high school, um, majoring in international relations wasn't in my plan because my parents had other goals for me. They wanted me to be a pharmacist because okay. my father, uh, my father is a doctor. My brother is also a doctor. So they had these ideas of me being a pharmacist. It's complementary to my brother. He opened his own clinical hospitals and then I'm being a pharmacist there. I just knew that it's not for me. I'm not, I'm not born to be anything related to become a doctor or pharmacist. So I started, um, I started doing volunteering works a lot. So putting myself out there, uh, meeting new people and trying to explore my passions. And then I took, took like a short course about politics and, uh, and regional affair and I got really into it and that's why I, I, I chose to study international relations because it helps me to understand why world leaders did what they did and it allows me to know um, to understand the histories better and also able for me to analyze um, the world situations yeah mm-hmm. okay so it, I I chose it myself 
Okay, you chose yourself. And your parents wanted something different, but yeah. you said, no, I want to do that. Yeah, okay. and it kind of upset them at first. Okay. And now, are you guys good? Or? Yeah, they're good. because. Uh, but, but it was so hard. It was really hard choosing a path that is different from your parents' uh, path for you. Uh, especially your, um, um, their uh, Asian parents. Asian parents have these really strong ideas of what they want their children to be. Yeah. And to choose this part, I have to constantly um, prove myself. I have to constantly um, challenge them. And it's not easy. Mm. It's not easy. And I'm sure those who decide to choose their own path has also encountered similar things. But mm-hmm. uh, now we've come to... Uh, a, a term they, they've all accepted it, but uh, okay. back in the days, those days was really tough. How would you describe, you know, your first few months or first years um, in the job market? So the first few three months, it's it's still new. It's challenging. It was challenging, but still not that new new to me. Uh, I, I really have get a sense. And besides, I've also I did an internship there for six months as well. So I'm kind of familiar with. Um, the nature of the job mm-hmm. and kind of familiar with all the colleagues so mm-hmm. it was not that hard but still it's challenging what were the things that challenged you i think um the task of course the task it, it, it's double but being a full-time jobs mean um more more power, more responsibilities as well so um, besides that i think people see you as young and still naive they they kind of questions for um questions were you able to um, handle it or not and I have to constantly um, prove myself that mm-hmm. I'm there for a reason mm-hmm. and I'm capable uh, this is um, based on my merit and my ability to do mm-hmm. things that's why I'm here how do you act to make sure that you know they accept you they are they, they don't question you too much or that you can still get your business objective um, reached you can still reach it mm-hmm. without um, you know, too much um, troubles from them. Um, first, the first thing I did, I so if they do, if they do one task, I do ten tasks. Mm. I just prove them. You work more than them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I just, I just show how hard I work. It's, that's how I normally do. But it's, but over time, I don't want to do that anymore. But what I try to do is to get my point across. Um, this is a partnership, so. Um, I do it in a more uh, strategic way after our times that I make, make make sure my message is clear that um, I handle this task, you handle this task, it's a co, um, co- collaborative project. Mm-hmm. One aspect that um, is important for the people of your generation is um, to be, you know, have fun at work, fun in the workplace, to blend kind of the, blur the, the limit between the professional life and the personal life. Um, could you tell me more about this? Yeah, so I, I can't say I speak for every Gen Z in uh-huh. Cambodia, but I think uh, people at my age, we we really prioritize or we really yeah, prioritize our mental health at work a lot. And to have, uh, and then we look at a lot of things, for example, colleagues and environment. And for me, I, uh, I, I usually tell myself I if I work hard I need to party harder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I can I'm I'm lucky. I think I'm lucky enough uh, because where I work right now, um, my co- my boss uh, he also sees it's the same way. He, um, if he sees that everyone is too uh, burnt out, he always 
take leave. Ask us to take leave. Yeah, you know, taking leave is never an, uh, a problem for. So your boss is behind you saying, "Hey, you you look like you're working too hard. You never uh, you haven't taken vacation in a yeah. while. Please take a day off." Yes. Wow. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. It, yes, yes. I, and it's something that not every workplace can experience. Yeah. Um, it's very hard. I, I've I've talked to my. People, my, my friends uh, taking leave for them is very hard they have to find a really proper reason mm. to take leave but for my case it's it's not it's just if if you're sick you're sick mm. you take leave yeah. if you're not feeling well you have any problem just take leave no questions yeah, asked no question no yeah. questions asked at all but we for me uh, this is really important because one of the important aspects for me as well is not just about taking leave but also having fun at work uh, because we we are, uh, sometimes we host events and at the end of the event there are receptions we are able to chit chat talk and have fun this is uh, also one thing that I I appreciate yeah and but I don't think every 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 workplace uh, offers that yeah. um, and I think also this is something that Gen Z is also looking for mm-hmm. to to have this work life balance. Yeah. I noticed that I spend more time at work than at home. Yeah. And if I'm not being able to enjoy uh, what I'm doing at work, uh, which I already cannot um, spend time with my parents or my families, I need to make sure that um, I'm able to uh, to be passionate of what I'm doing and to have this fun while working. And also, for me personally, I don't just work for money. Money yeah. is there, but there, um, I, I kind of work for something else in yeah. life. So yeah. I see see the purpose of uh, working, and uh, there's there's the, there's the meaning behind my work. Just not 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 just because of money. Mm. If there's you know other young graduates or young professionals that are listening to us, um, what advice would you give them? You know to to question in a pragmatic way the way they work. To make sure that they are efficient, is there any tip that you would have for them? The advice is for them. Again, they have to be very transparent of what they do. But uh, we have to work hard at this. This working hard things has has to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's gonna be hard at first. Work hard to prove them that they're that we we can do it. But um, and then try to place things strategically accordingly to what position and what. Um, role they are playing mm. i cannot give like a one two fits all uh, right. solutions okay but be I, what i would say is be strategic mm-hmm. um at certain point work hard but don't work hard forever yeah because <laughs> work hard but also play smart I, I also think that you know people would tell you would hear people say oh uh, this person they work hard uh they are dedicated but working hard is it's good you it's, should do it but i don't want people to believe that you should you know, work hard and everything will happen yeah, by yeah, magic, you yeah, know? No, no. You, there, is, there is a degree of um, corporate politics. There is yeah, a degree well, of uh, who do you work with. There's some, to some extent a degree of luck. Um, so it's also about maybe taking a step back and analyzing, you know, what's your situation? Yeah. What are the ca- cards you are dealt with and how can you play them best to, for everyone, for yourself, but yeah. also for the company and the project? But when you put it like that, it feels like it's, it's the Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> It is. <laughs> it is. It's just in this uh, corporate or uh, working world, but um, you just have to know to play 
the game better. Yeah. And by knowing how to play the game better, you have to some sort of have some exposure or experience in it. And that's why the more you work, the more uh, the better you play in this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, unlike Game of Thrones, you get to stay alive. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, you're still alive. I'm still alive. I'm, I'm entering the game in my early phase now. Okay. Probably I'm I'm gonna be Arya. <laughs> oh, she's your character. Yeah, she's I, I, the... yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, she's a good. She's yeah, she's strong. Are there things you are grateful grateful for uh, towards your management? You know, the how did they behave towards you? How, what are the positions they put you into that allowed you to grow? Um, yeah. You know, how would you reflect on that? Um, I think. Um, this this comes down to your relationship with um, the boss mm-hmm. and also um, the management team as a whole. For me, I'm able to. I would say again, um, lucky because I can I can have frank conversation with my boss, which mm-hmm. is really 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 important because my recent boss, I'm able to talk to him more frankly and uh, convey my concerns, but also offer my honest uh, constructive feedbacks on certain mm-hmm. things it's really important to have this type of conversations because I understand that between employers and employees there's these boundaries that uh, prevents you from saying what you really want to say mm-hmm. but for me I I mean maybe it's my nature as well that um, that I, I I tend I can I can talk friendly to him, but also not just talking friendly, but offer. Uh, I we, we challenge each other. We we challenge each other in a way that both uh, both um, really help us grow. Yeah. If things doesn't look good, I would question why are we doing this, doing that. I need an explanation for that. Yeah. Um, if it sounds right or not, and why are we taking certain approach and stuff. So this is this is important. And having a boss who who listens to your uh, comments or your feedback or your uh, answering, taking time to answer or to explain why certain things happen, mm. uh, it's really important because mm-hmm. it helps us understand their views. But at the same time, they can also get to hear what we actually think. Mm-hmm. So this this really this really helps. Uh, each other to understand each, uh, each other's stance way better so that you don't feel bad or you don't hold any personal feelings. Yeah. So I've had the, the chance to work in very conservative Khmer environment in Cambodia. Oh, that's, that's a totally different story. I, yes. I, I can... I can. <laughs> so, um, I've, I've seen both. So I've seen very modern, um, very modern and, and open ways of work here, but also very conservative ways. Yeah. Um, how how would you what would you advise for someone who's listening to us who works in a conservative play, workplace um, do you have any any advice for how they could you know give feedback or try to improve things without breaking the the structure uh, of the conservatorship <laughs> yeah, yeah. there um, that's the saying that I used to say like uh, if you go to a workplace do you do you want to change the system or you want to let the system change you? Mm-hmm. Okay. And and it stuck uh, to my head since uh, from then since till now because 
there's only two ways for that. If you go to a workplace where uh, it's not your ideal workplace, uh, the system, it's somehow it's either going to change you or if you have enough ability to change the system, but which one is more ideal? Mm-hmm. The ideal way is that the system is going to change you, but if you don't want that to happen, what what could you do? That's basically your questions. And my answer is that we, it varies from cases to cases. There's, Like I said, there is no one solution that fits all. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to lose yourself to a system where you're not happy with, um, you have to, it takes time. Everything takes time. Yeah. Um, you cannot change everything in one night. So what you can do is studies the politics in the mm-hmm. office clearly, so clear, and then um, identify where uh, is it appropriate or is it the right time to voice your opinions or yeah. not. Yeah. And if, are, are they willing to listen to your opinion or not. Um, and try to be more rational. Rationals also um, always try to have um, a backup plans and proof and evidence to back up your claims. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is something that's uh, very relevant when you have data to yeah, the, the prove data, your, the data, your claim. Yeah. It's hard to deny it. You know. Yes. Yes. That and is. Yeah. I would also, if I if I if I can add on this, the ad, in terms of advice, I would also advise our listeners to once they have you know analyzed carefully the situation they know when to provide feedback or not also be able to identify the places where they can make change yeah um, there's always somewhere at least in your own scope of work maybe in your team if you're a manager um, because it's hard to change the whole organization yeah, definitely, at once definitely. Uh, probably you won't be able to do it let's yeah. be clear but at least you can identify okay this is a place where I can bring value I can change people's yep. day um, and even if the rest of the organization is not, you know, working the way you wish, there's always room for you to create something and provide value by changing a process, uh, giving positive feedback to a, cu- to a client or um, a customer or colleague. What what advice would you give to companies who who want to hire people in your generation? So whether it's intern or um, full time employee, um, you know, um, if I'm a company and I want to hire Gen Z, um, what what should I do? What, how should I treat them? Uh, what kind of tasks should I give them? How should I behave with them? Um, so it, it sounds like Gen Z needs a lot of things. <laughs> Since your first question, oh, we need a work-life balance. Oh, we need a lot of, uh, of It's fun. a long list. Yeah. It's a long <laughs> list, um, a lot of bullet points. But uh, I need to mention this as well, uh, freedom. Gen Z needs a lot of freedom mm-hmm. what, what do I mean by have a lot uh, freedom in this freedom to uh, freedom in terms of the way we work because I think we prioritize we not prioritize but we have different ways of working of and how we work sometimes we we don't want to sit in the office for so long we want to work from the coffee mm-hmm. we want to work from home uh, so the advice is to not be strict or applies the traditional ways of working, uh, the regulations and the rules to the new generations of workforce that are entering the market. Mm-hmm. Uh, be more understanding of uh, different uh, working styles mm-hmm. um, and focus more on performance yeah. and result. Yeah. 
because um, Gen Z could could not come to the office for three or four days, but still offer can offer you uh, the same result. Mm-hmm. As, so that's that's uh, flexibility. Yeah, well, flexible. Oh yeah, yeah. goal oriented, uh, result oriented. Yep. And the rest comes after. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah. So focus less on how we dress. Okay. <laughs> uh, on 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 what hair color we have. Like okay. the, the, I understand that before, uh, so at least in Cambodian context, you cannot uh-huh. dye your hair. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh For for certain colors, um, you have to wear um, uh, uniforms. Um, but I understand in in companies sometimes you still have uniforms. But um, mm. in from my field, from where we 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 dress, we know what to dress. But when there's no important meetings, just normal working days, we're 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 more loose with how we dress. Mm-hmm. Last question for you: um, Do you have any advice for for fellow Cambodians listening uh, when it comes to the world of work? Um, what would you have to share with them? <laughs> Um, so to my fellow Cambodians, young fellow Cambodians, the world is not always pink. Yeah. Uh, when you enter the market, you will expose yourself out there, and then it's gonna, it's gonna be dark at some point. It's gonna be hard for you to navigate all of these challenges, including colleagues, including boss, including the environment. But the important things is stay true to yourself. Work hard, but not hard forever, and be more strategic. Mm. Be more strategic in what you do. Uh, think, think long term. I would say think long term, and don't lose yourself. This is the most important things. Like mm. I said, uh, you have two choices: you want the system to change you, or you want to change the system. Mm. Changing the system might take ten or twenty years, but small progress is still progress. Okay. Okay. Good. Well, thank you so much. Uh, thanks for being on the podcast with me today and uh, I guess I'll see you for the next episode guys thank you for listening and uh, bye bye stop thank you so much for listening to this episode until the very end I am so grateful for that but don't leave just yet Take a moment to write down what you have remembered from this episode. If you don't, you will have forgotten most of it by next week. So make sure you take a minute to think about what you've just listened to and write down what you choose to remember. If you want to get in touch with me, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Cambodia Workwise. That's Cambodia Workwise without any space. And see you there.